Hey everyone, welcome to episode six of the YVR Business Den. If you like our previous episodes, please make sure you subscribe and share on your social media platforms. And today we have a great guest for you. We have Rav from Just Cakes Bake Shops. She's gonna drop a lot of great content, some of which is her upcoming uh, new exclusive business ventures. So very, very excited about that. Absolutely, and she's also gonna talk about her story about how she started her business, kind of the why behind it, and also the uh, the power of saying yes, and how once you get out of your own way, sky is really the limit, and um, she, I think she's proven that so far. So check it out, guys. You guys are really gonna like this one. It's like, I decide what is possible for me and my success is inevitable. But in one person, baby steps matter, right? Yes. And I tell people this all the time, even if you make one baby step today, in a hundred days, that's going to be a hundred baby steps. This is YVR Business Den, an unplugged look at entrepreneurship in today's world. Stories of success in business and life with your hosts, Vishal and Harv. Hey guys, welcome to episode six of the YVR Business Den. Uh, Vishal, why don't you tell us a little bit about our guest today? Guys, today we have the famous, the infamous Rav from Just Cakes. You've probably seen her on many social media platforms, seen her on TV, seen her in Willowbrook Mall, pretty much everywhere. But she's a a jack of all trades and a master (laughs) of all of them. So uh, a great baker and a better person. So, oh, Rav, yeah. welcome to yeah, the YVR Business Day. Thank, Thank you, thank you guys. so much. What for... an intro. <laughs> right? How good do you feel right now? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Um, this is totally up my alley. I'm just like so humbled, so honored to be here. Uh, you guys are both amazing. So, Appreciate I, just, it. I feel Thank you. I think this is going to be a really great conversation. I feel yeah. okay. Audience, you should know this. We've been talking for like 45 minutes before this. Yep. And it was literally podcast quality. It's going yeah. to be even better from here. If, if this is any indication of what we talked about, it'll be great to get better in practice, yeah. right? So uh, people that jump into podcasts, is, you're already so well established and known. So my hope is that people understand mm-hmm. Rav, the person, right. the person behind the business and, and all the layers uh, mm-hmm. to you as much as you want to go into. But tell us a little bit about yourself. Like sure. who is Rav as a person? What's Just Cakes? And, and we'll kind of go from there. Sure. So me as a person, that's a deep load of pressure. Right. But, uh, I think it's a <laughs> we got a light. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, my bad. Ten percent. <laughs> um, but no, seriously. Like I feel like I'm constantly evolving, and I think, especially in this pandemic, like I don't know if it's me being spiritual or me just being a little, a little bit more like, awake to it all, but just constantly evolving, realizing who I am as a person. I feel like. I'm still pretty young. I'm 27. I'm still figuring out myself. But um, just reflecting on this journey, especially in this past year, has been pretty crazy. And I feel like everyone could probably relate to that. Mm -hmm. And just realizing who you are as a person. So I would define myself as, you know, a constantly evolving individual that really just wants to be the best version of myself. And as cliche as that might sound, I expect great things for myself. And I feel like everyone should expect great things from themselves. And Absolutely. We have unlimited, you know, potential and just to tap into that. I feel like this year was a year where I really truly started to explore what it means to be limitless. And in a, in a way that you are living, you know, to fulfill your deepest wishes and desires and happiness, right? Love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> like, yeah. I will do it real quick. Yeah, no, I love it. I think that's, uh, you know, again, we were talking before we jumped on the podcast, but we we're having that conversation about, you know, everyone should be the greatest version of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hope that everyone realizes that because there's not a specific way that like, hey, you're not saying I want to be the greatest 
business owner or mm-hmm. or the greatest friend or family member like you don't even limit yourself as far as what having you mm-hmm. it's like i just want to be the best version of myself exactly. and always have greatness in exactly. greatness in us i feel like i've been doing a lot of thinking of of just the south asian kind of culture and society in general and oftentimes we've been kind of born and shoved into this competitive climate since mm-hmm. we were kids yeah to the point of where our grades are being compared to yeah. even our siblings or to our classmates and things like that. Who's number one, who's number two? That was definitely precedent like in our families, right? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. That's all good. No, know. it's uh, I, that definitely hits home with me. Like I was yeah. so, comp- I still am, right. I'm like ultra competitive. Um, now I'm just not a dick about it, but like, yeah. I, no, I don't I, think so anyways. I think we're all competitive with ourselves yeah. in some way or another. Totally. Like, cause when you say you want, you want to be the best version of you, cause yeah. you're, you're trying to improve every day or you want to right. be that best version of yourself. Totally. Um, and oftentimes we're too hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think to, to mm-hmm. think like that where it's exhausting. Know, can be a better, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is yeah. exhausting cause you're, you become your own worst enemy in a way cause it totally. take that the wrong yeah. way. I think where I was going with that as well was just like, yeah, we're, we're pushing through this kind of competitive climate as kids. And then when you grow up and do whatever career you want to go in, whether it's in business or a different, you know, <clears throat> different career, you're often still competitive. Like I see yeah. so many other South Asian businesses getting so angry that someone else opened up in the same right. industry for what? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, that legitimizes yeah. your industry. So I feel like where I was going with that is just the hostility of competition with when you're adults as well is like something that really should kind of be, I don't even know the right word. I think it's, it's a, like, you got it like to, it's that ingrained mentality of living in scarcity where you yeah, shift the abundance mindset because as a business owner in this generation, like of course, social media has created a lot of entrepreneurs or a lot of, you know, even businesses that are, it might be in, in your uh, in your same avenue of business, mm-hmm. but if you have that abundance mindset, like yeah. you should be supporting each other and you yeah. should be willing to help out, which a lot of people are, but yeah. there is still that small, um, yeah, subset where it's kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I do, they're eating off my plate, or totally. it's not even like that. It, no, you know, you, you you do have to shift that mindset of you know we live in a world of abundance, and when you do that, you know, it's it's proven that you yourself go exactly. further and you bring other people with you. I'll give you a really small example. Just yesterday, I shared a list of other vendors that are doing a similar product as as us for the holiday season. I had probably a handful of people message me saying wow, why are you doing that? You're taking away business from yourself. And I'm like, I don't like to see it that way. Right. I'm like, my cup is full. Exactly. Like, I, mm-hmm. if I do any more of these orders, I will burn out. Yeah. Why not give it to someone else that, you know, wants to practice, wants to not even practice, who is probably just as talented, if not more than right. me, right? Yeah. That can also fulfill this client's needs and yeah. wants to the point where, you know, I can't do that for them, but here, here's someone else that can, right? right. And I think it, it was really like disheartening to get those messages. Now, I, and I know it wasn't a shot at me or anything like that. It was just like the overall mindset of like, oh, why are you giving away right. orders when you can make that money? It's, it's not about that. Yeah. It's about, again, the abundance mindset or the growth mindset, right? Yeah. So. so speaking of the abundance mindset, mm-hmm. um, have you always been like that or have you become that way through your business? I've definitely become that way with my business. I feel like even in my first year of business, I was always kind of looking like, oh my God, what don't we have? Or like, I can only, I kind of put myself in a box. Mm-hmm. Like what, what are my means in this box and how can I, you know, like, how can I, I have to be contained to this box. I never once thought like that I could streamline business in a way that I could be providing to multiple uh, wholesale clients 
I never thought that I could go beyond, you know, four walls of a bakery. I never thought I could go beyond to do a vending machine or to do other things or to even speak on a podcast like this or have my own podcast, all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was really, I had a lot of limiting beliefs. When I was growing up, I felt really awkward and isolated. I hated talking to people. I hated talking out loud. This entire love of baking kind of came out from, you know, being really depressed as a kid and not knowing where it fit in. And I think now coming from that, realizing how much weight just finding something you love so much can have in your life and the influence it can have i think it, it's changed my life right and mm. it, it's been a journey for sure like i would say in the last three to four years i've really changed my mindset of, about things i've gone through a lot of ups a lot of downs like low 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 downs and that's including my mental health Mm-hmm. and you know just realizing remembering where you came from I think has been huge for me and right. what is possible right I often you know I take a lot of pictures like of like the bakery and what we do and like of myself and my team and stuff like that especially when I'm like on that high when I'm really feeling good about myself and feeling good about what we're doing and then so now when I get to those old points I kind of like go back to my album and like jog my memory like this is how you felt right. when you were killing it and it, mm-hmm. it can't it doesn't even need to be killing it in the sense of business just killing it in like life yeah, right when my relationship was amazing when my relationship with my parents was amazing when um the team culture was like at its right. best like how did that feel yeah. right so appreciating feel, where you've come yeah so exactly and daily just like practices of like gratitude and reflecting on that so has been huge yeah. huge i do that every single morning right when i wake up i have it right next to my bedside table and then i review it before i go to sleep and that has made a mm-hmm. huge huge difference like when i come into work the first thing i say to my team is what are you grateful for today yeah. and everyone goes around that's a really sense. good practice because totally. of the, yeah. Yeah, that totally. little thing because i read it even in a few books yeah. but um yeah just waking up and then like even we spoke about the 5 a.m club but that's yeah. one of them but mindset of gratitude right when you wake up right when you wake you'll up. be surprised how like it carries throughout the day or just have that small shift because yeah. Totally. You wake up and you're like, oh, I gotta do this today, or I gotta do that. I just gotta shift. Emails. Yeah, you just yeah. gotta shift that. Like, I get to do this today. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, I have exactly. to. Exactly. And mm-hmm. that also just is so in line with abundance or growth mindset, right? right? So, yeah. I think uh, it's it's funny that you say that because I was just talking about that today. Mm-hmm. One thing that I'm trying to get better at is mm-hmm. journaling. So I've, I've recognized that everything is like a lagging yeah. reaction. So mm-hmm. how I feel today is based off the behaviors and processes mm-hmm. that I put in place for myself a month ago or a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So what I've done is when I am having a bad performance, whether it be through you know a, a bad quarter of work mm-hmm. or something's wrong, or then I start to reflect about, okay, what can I do better? Mm-hmm. But when things are going great, I previously mm-hmm. haven't done a good job of dissecting mm-hmm. why I'm feeling so great. So that's one thing I'm trying to get better at is journaling right. uh, when I'm at my highest. Right. So then I have the blueprint that I've already totally. cracked that code. So when I am going through a tough time, I can just look back at Vishal's hacks for, sure. for Vishal's life when everything was great. Yeah, and I can right. go back to that boom, I already know exactly what exactly. there, right? Yeah. Like, no, no one knows me better than me. So. Exactly. And it's it's about being proactive rather than reactive. Mm-hmm. 90% of people are reacting. 100%. Especially, them, right? um, well, in today's generation, everybody is so connected to everything at all times. Like, phone, email, yeah. TV, like everything's in your face. But, like, uh, but yeah, it's a reaction. To exactly. And face, you know, and people, right? yeah, exactly. And people don't mm-hmm. have that. They don't have that fine line balance of like, yeah. okay, I, I should stop being reactive, be proactive totally. 
have set that where, and it starts with your morning routine, I think, where yeah. you set that intention. Right? Totally. This is what I'm going to do today. This is I'm going to proactive today and actually yeah. have a mindset of this today. And yeah, makes okay. it. I love it. And that's with like self discipline too, like that that in and of itself to make that switch of becoming uh, coming from being reactive to being proactive. It's all self discipline. It's yeah. like how bad do you want it, right? Exactly. And whatever your why is, and we've yeah. talked about that too before. Yeah. Totally. Um, so to jump to our, our next point, mm-hmm. pun intended, there's a lot of layers to you as, 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 as your business. Oh, oh, you like that? You like that? Yeah. I just thought of that right now. <laughs> yeah, I had to do that. <laughs> so uh, there's definitely a lot of layers to to your business and the brand of Just Cake. So uh, tell us a bit about for for anyone that hasn't heard of Just Cakes, yeah. like yeah. what what is what is the business right. and, and, and you know what do you guys do? What do you guys provide? Totally. Because the journey wasn't a piece of cake. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. You started it. I just had to toss it. No, no, no. That was like an underhand. Like, oh, I'm gonna hit this over. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. No, these are awful. There's gonna be a few more before this. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of puns for yeah. baking. Honestly, yeah. well, basically, just bare bones. We're you know a custom cake bakery in the Surrey Delta border, um, and we specialize in like amazing tasting dessert whether it's you know from cake jars to cookies to cupcakes um to cakes i started off doing you know just cakes when i was 16 it just started off with you know with the watching you know buddy blaster cake boss on, on tv on food network all these food network shows and just like falling in love with the craft and just practicing day in, day out. And then it kind of just formed into, you know, I had the opportunity to study in France after after my um, degree and lived there for a little bit and got to study pastry there, just fell in love with it more and just appreciation for culinary arts. And then, you know, coming back and making, making something out of it, opening up my bakery and specializing in things that, you know, um, this local community hasn't seen before right. mm-hmm. and just kind of leveling up myself right it i feel like i was one of the first of south asian owned bakeries of our kind like to the style that we're doing right um in the local community how least. long ago was that three years wow. yeah so i feel like the custom cake space has definitely grown in the last 10 years i've been in it about 11 years mm-hmm. and now it's just kind of like surging in in yeah. so many different ways and it's awesome to see and it's like the legitimization of the cake industry is really good to see because yeah. that helps us in business, right? Totally. Um, but yeah, and then now we're, you know, three years in. I started from a team of one, just me, to now, what, 15, 16 of us? Wow. And just growing every every day and just new ideas. And I think the biggest thing with me in my kind of business philosophy is like I commit and I figure out details later. Like I yeah. say yes to opportunity That's and awesome. figure out the details. Yeah, so you don't worry right? about, yeah, you take action. Exactly. Yeah, you're not going to worry about the how. Like, just do totally. It. I have started to, just recently, uh, seeing this morning mantra, it's like, I decide what is possible for me and my success is inevitable. Yeah. And that has been so powerful for me because it's just basically telling myself, like, you already know you've got this. You yeah. can do all things, right? Yeah. And my success will come in yeah. one way, shape, or form. It's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, exactly. I'm not putting pressure on myself to meet a metric or to right. whatever. I'm just saying yeah. yes to opportunity. And you're not worrying about the how. No, I'm not worrying it's about gonna the how. It's going to happen. It'll happen. Exactly. exactly. It, and then I think that's the biggest shift because people, 
like I mean personally speaking too, like you start to see these opportunities. Yeah. Whereas if you're you're worried about the how, exactly. you literally block out these opportunities you that are right in front of you. Much. Exactly. You can't worry about details. Exactly. And yeah. you start to think it's gotta happen a certain way. Yeah. Where in reality it's gonna be like a zigzag exactly. and you'll get there, but it's gonna be it's gonna take a bunch of different experiences. So having yeah. that yes mentality, yeah, um, to get to that point where you can finally say no, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. That's um, it's, a, it's a weird concept. Yeah, yeah. I just finished reading 10X Rule. Yeah, I read that earlier this yeah. week. I read a lot of books in my quarantine. Probably one of the though. biggest benefits it's my Audible book. Yeah, and Audible. I, I didn't think I would like that either just because I feel weird about um, the author, Grant Carr. Sometimes when I see yeah, him, he's too preachy. I know. But I was pumped up after Honestly, reading that. Yeah, yeah same. That, was, awesome. that was, has been my morning commute for the last week or so, yeah. two weeks. And he said something. It's like, yeah, you, you have to say yes, mm. right? You have to say yes and figure out the beautiful thing. Exactly. And that really, like, that was like the one main golden nugget from that yeah. entire book. That yes, I'm really, I like, totally agree. Because I, really I think I came away reading that too. Like, we are in our own way. 100%. Like, uh, that's the biggest thing that's yeah. stopping you from. Uh, where you think that oh I should be at a certain place but yeah. as soon as you have that mindset you're already in your way exactly like you need to stop thinking of like that and then just go the other way um, yeah. I don't want to go too far back I don't know if you're going to say this but I just yeah. wanted to find out like what mm-hmm. made you go to um, overseas like was that because you wanted to open a business or was that because you wanted to learn to- I didn't actually know that I wanted to open a bakery before I even left I think it was I think it was in the back of my head that I wanted to open up something one day what's going to set me apart because and also that amount of risk and investment in such a you know it, it was just kind of like it was an emerging market really it wasn't even that it was just like so impulsive for me and i'm not i, I wouldn't call myself impulsive i'm hyper impulsive i like i am in certain things <laughs> yeah. but not in in su- certain in things like that i'm not impulsive i'm very yeah. like i need to stick to i'm very type a and very calculated but that was something that where i literally made a split decision and i went with it right mm-hmm. and i thought it was you know gonna set me apart a and b i really wanted to learn i really really wanted to learn and just like how can i be better I think it also that entire move showed other people how bad I wanted it. I was serious about it. I was willing to make that investment, that risk of, you know, going to a country where I didn't even speak the language and right. learning whatever I could, right? right? And living on my own. I was what, 21, 22? Yeah, 22 at the yeah. time. That action speaks louder than words, right? 100%. So yeah. that just goes to show that. And, I, I and it creates that kind of like, there is no plan B. Like, I'm doing this now. Exactly. So as soon as you do that, your plan B is funny. Yeah, like, exactly. you know what I mean? Because okay. then it puts in your head, like, oh, now everybody else knows I'm here. Yeah. I don't know if that motivates you or kind of like in your head, you're just kind of like, yeah. I'm going to do this. Like, yeah. I don't care what anybody else says. Sure. Yeah. If they know it, that's fine. Yeah. I'm not going to come back, not like, oh, I didn't cut it or whatever. Yeah. Harvey and I talked about that for our own personal businesses as well. When we left like the nine to five jobs to, to jo- jump into self employment, it's, mm-hmm. it's exactly that thing where yeah. uh, you just need to have no plan B. It's like, yeah. this is my plan yeah. A, that's it. That's it. And yeah, I'm it. jumping in both feet. Right. right. And it's funny, I'm, I would consider myself very impulsive, like, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's because I'm such a planner by nature. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that by nature, I always want to ab- analyze and reverse engineer all the steps I want right. to do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that makes me react slow. And mm-hmm. in my, my sports career and, and, and everything that I've ever learned is you can't defend speed. Right. That's one thing I always remember mm-hmm. from when I played football is mm-hmm. the coach used to always tell me, you can never defend speed. Mm-hmm. Go fast. And mm-hmm. everything you can go fast. Yeah. And then for me, I always... The reason I'm impulsive because I want to pull the trigger quick on stuff before my analytical mind steps right. in where it's like, okay, let me slow down and think about yeah, this, this, yeah. this. It's like, no, I just need to take the jump, you know, jump, take That's the step right. and and you can't defend speed. Yeah. I want to jump off one thing Harv was saying is mm-hmm. uh, the Grant Cardone book you're saying, both of you guys were, were saying that you yeah. can't, like you're in your own way yeah. a lot of the times. Yeah. 
did you notice that in, you know, you started three years ago, Just Cakes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not the same business now as it was three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's morphed into something more. So kind of like, where, where, right. where is Just Cakes now? And how were you in the way before? Because you talked mm-hmm. about you had a limiting mindset when you first totally. started. How did you remove that to allow yourself right. to become what Just Cakes is now? I feel like the limiting beliefs before really included just like me saying, no, we can't do this. Like, we can't. We can't fulfill these orders. We can't do it to this extent or to this volume or whatever. For example, with one of our really, really great wholesale partners, you know, something was wrong with one of the recipes and like they mentioned it to me and I reacted so badly, aggressively, mm-hmm. because I'm like, I can't do it any other way. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, that's up to me to find out another way, right? And I think I, I've really just through, over the years um, just taken the hostility, is that the right word? Or aggressiveness. I, I take the ego out of like my craft. You know, mm-hmm. like if someone doesn't like something or if someone just in business speak, like if a client doesn't like something or if someone's giving you feedback, you take that feedback. Yeah. And you, you don't take it you, personal. You don't take it personally. Yeah. Right. It's just the craft. It's yeah. just the business. And that's really helped me in just realizing that it's not me that they're that they're putting down. It's just, you know, something that I can work yeah. on. And from that, you can grow even yeah. even more. Right? And you also got to realize like not everybody's going to like your, no. like your product. So when you come to that exactly. understanding you just begin to at least progress mm-hmm. forward because otherwise you get stuck in like taking something that somebody said totally. personally not even about you maybe yeah. about your business well, your, your business and your self personally like rav and just cakes mm-hmm. are two different entities two different entities. so if yeah. someone doesn't like just cakes that's for whatever okay. reason that's okay it has yeah. nothing to do with you as a person totally. uh, and i find that for myself in my own practice is mm-hmm. i can't think, take things personally yeah. and it's not i just haven't found the right fit for it but that may mm-hmm. be a different niche market later mm-hmm. on once i'm ready to explore that mm-hmm. and, and have the life experience to explore that right. that's perfect now that's another niche i can i can hit yeah. uh, instead of everyone being like okay i want it now before you're scalable and you can't handle it right yeah. so it, it's one of those things but um wh- where is it now so you you were able yeah. to say yes instead of saying yes, no? saying yes committing and then figuring out details later and now we have you know multiple wholesale partners where all across BC, we just started in Kamloops on Sunday and we That's have already awesome. sold out in Kamloops. Wow. And it's like, I never even thought that we could do that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But there's a, where there's a well, there's a way, right? Everyone like, in Kamloops, keep eating, guys. Keep yeah, exactly. Eating now. <laughs> um, but now we're, you know, a near million dollar business. Awesome. Probably going to double next year. Yeah. And just like, you know, striving through a pandemic, stay, making sure the company culture is strong. Mm. I think that's been a huge thing because mm. your, your team, sorry, your product and your business is only as good as your team. A hundred percent. Right? Totally. And that's been like kind of a thing that I've stuck with since day one and really, really invested in my team. Even even if I'm at like, I didn't even take a paycheck until January of this past year. Mm-hmm. And sorry, not, not 2020, 2020, 2019. Yeah. Um, but that was my first paycheck from the business and yeah. it was making less than my manager. Right. Right. And right. I, but I didn't care. I was yeah. like, no, they deserve it. They're yeah. making this work for me right. and for all of us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I need to invest in my team and right. the money will come. Like, yeah. it's fine. Right. 100%. Um, we were just talking about before, like, I'm kind of off on a tangent, but like, I definitely abide by like, you focus on your reputation and your reputation includes what your team thinks of you, what your clients think of you, what your, what your platform is in the community. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, you know, a showy reputation. It's just like, right. are you known as being a genuine, integral yes. business yeah. person? Yeah, and having the accountability exactly. staff that I'm your... So your reputation affects your reach, how many people know about right. you. That inherently will just affect your revenue. Love that's that. a byproduct. That, revenue that's is the a byproduct. That's the thing right there so far. There you go. Market time and date. Yeah, market time and date. That's my next tattoo. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but revenue is just a byproduct of you being a good person. Yeah, it, 100, it's, 110%. It's like a genuine you would say that that's the most important ingredient? Yeah, we can't be stopped. Like this is uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm on fire. Have you guys seen my new merch line? The sweaters? No, it's all baking time. Oh, dude, yeah. we like, are legit rocking those. Then. It's it's like, awesome. I like big bunts, and I cannot lie. Like, <laughs> I love that. I love and that. like bake it happen. Yeah, and do awesome. you even sift, bro? Like, I love it. I love it. That is but, awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm all good. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, there, there's one thing you talked about that I want to get back to. You talked about not paying yourself mm-hmm. for, I guess it would have been two years. Two years, yeah. Two years you didn't pay yourself. Yeah. So for people that are in the growth stage of their business or right. thinking about jumping into a business, yeah. what does that mean where you're not paying yourself? Mm-hmm. And also, how did you make it work? So I'm very privileged in the fact that I live with my parents. Mm -hmm. I know that's not everyone's reality. And I do recognize that I had opportunities uh, with not having to deal with rent and not having to deal with, you know, um, weekly grocery trips or whatever else, right? But I, you can also, as owning a business, you can be really smart with your expenses. You can write a lot of things off, things like that, right? Or, um, you know, have loan your company later or something like that. And then, you know, take structure the structure in a way Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like I yeah, I barely I was paying myself, you know, hundred dollars here and there to help pay for gas. Like it was really yeah. menial stuff, right? Um, but it was just about knowing that eventually it's gonna work. Yeah. Living also with my parents, um, they're business owners as well. So my dad's like, give it five years. Mm-hmm. It's like you cannot complain about not making enough yeah. until you And that's amazing to have that support oh to tell you that reinforce yeah. that totally. it takes time. Uh, because sure. uh, I don't offer it too much, but I'm always curious about these things. Um, mm-hmm. Like not to go into two therapy session, but what was your yeah. mindset? Because that, uh-huh. like when you, when something becomes bigger mm-hmm. than you think it might be, like what, did you know that it was going to be um, where it's at today? Like in a, in a sense when you first started or was it kind of like, I'm just going to see where it goes and like, because you got to have that belief. you got to like have that. If you're was, not going to pay yourself for two years, you yeah. got to have that. Like I'm going to take it. There. It was definitely a little bit of both. Like I don't know where this is going, but I know it's going to be big. Yeah. Not maybe not to the extent of where it is right now, but now I'm like, no, it can be like ten times the size, right. right? Yeah, but when you first started yeah, out, when I first started, it was just like, oh my god, like this is crazy. You know. Like for me, hiring my first person was like, oh shit, I'm hiring someone. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, and that's a different kind of flex. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you're also like, oh man, I'm in like, I'm in charge of somebody's day. Like okay. you're a provider. Oh, yeah. exactly. Let me, let me just get real with you guys for a quick second. I mean, I have been being real, but. For COVID and the pandemic and like initially when it all started and like dealing with or figuring like the real possibility that I had to lay off staff, that broke me. Like I was bedridden crying. I was like, I cannot believe I let these people go. And that's a different kind of pain. 100%. That's like a a weight on your shoulders. You you don't don't even think about that because when you're first starting out. But then as you have a business that grows yeah. much bigger than you. Exactly. Like my employees, they have houses, mortgage payments. Yeah. How are they supposed to do this? They have families to feed. Right. They have, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it's like. And they don't have equity in the business. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's like, how how is that fair of me to do to them? Right. And I, I thought, of that, thought of it as like a moral obligation. Like this isn't even just work now. This is my family and yeah. I need to provide. Right. So even if it was just me in there, it was lockdown. I would go into the bakery and take on however many orders I needed to, so they were still getting paid. 
Mm-hmm. And like, that's what people don't see, yeah. right? That's what people didn't see is like, I was still going in there every single day, taking on many, as many side orders, as many personal orders as possible, going back to square one, just so I can pay them. Mm-hmm. And I would, I was more than willing to do it because, you know, that's their livelihood. And I think that's kind of what separates, you know, a really, a, a good business owner from an exceptional one is that right. they, they put their all in and their team is everything yeah. and they know where to invest in their time. Yeah. It's having that unselfishness to know that this is yeah. not about you, but this is about, you it's know, bigger than you. much bigger than you yeah. and you're. And you really have a passion for your business, which is why you're doing it to begin with. Mm-hmm. So to have that motivation to do it and yeah. to continue to do it and take those on. My business coach, he, he definitely aligns with that as well. And he's like, how dare you take food off of their plate? Right. And that struck him. Right. He's like, you, you need to be doing whatever you can possible. I love that. And I think that's that makes you scalable. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big mm-hmm. advocate on if you want to scale, yeah. HR is the systems. most important thing. You need systems. Yeah, you need yeah, to, systems and process. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. need to be HR obsessed. Not not HR focused, HR, HR obsessed. Mm-hmm. Because you need to retain your talent, mm-hmm. develop your talent. And if you're going to scale up, you need to have them yeah. to help you scale up. Mm-hmm. And times that are bad mm-hmm. that you can stand up. Like mm-hmm. I, It's one of those things when times are great. Uh, a great leader looks out the window at their employees. Mm-hmm. When times are bad, a great leader looks in the mirror, looks at themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what you did. Mm-hmm. What can I do to make this better and get us through this tough storm? Yeah. And that is an opportunity that's worth more than five years of sure. abundance with your business, Definitely. right? Definitely. To go back to one of the things you said about you, at, at some point you knew the business was going to be successful. Mm-hmm. What point was that? I like, think what, what hit you to I be like, this could be a success? Just, I, I, I have queener mentality. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll quote, you know, Tim over here, but I am a queener through and through. I have been a queener through and through. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that I will, I was going to make it work. Like, failure was not an option for me. So, what, for the, for the viewers, what is cleaner mentality? What does that mean? So, cleaner mentality is the mentality that, like, you think Kobe Bryant, think MJ. MJ, think uh, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Yeah. You know, all of these are cleaners. Mm-hmm. They will not stop for what they know that they're capable Cleaner of. Cleaner is like, yeah, when you reach that goal, you're not about celebrating, like, what's next? Yeah, like, you're like what's next? Yeah, what's next? But I know we just discussed celebrating and everything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Which, it's, it's, I mean, if you read the book, he doesn't say go celebrate. It's yeah. also about, um, yeah, where do I go from here? Like, I'm yeah, proving exactly. continuously um, because success isn't like a, it's not a stopping point. It's like yeah. a constant. It's exactly. not static. Yeah. No, exactly. exactly. And you have to continually work hard. Yeah. Hard, the higher you go, the harder you have to work. Yeah, the harder you have to work. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just kind of staying relentless in your pursuit of what excellence. is what of ex- yeah. excellence for you, right? Mm-hmm. And it's also the notion that you're competing with yourself. If you spent two hours in the gym yesterday, you better be spending two hours and five minutes tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's that yeah. kind of mentality, yeah. right? And being like, better than like it's you, just better you, better than you were yesterday, exactly. even if it's like one percent. Exactly, um, but one percent baby steps matter, right? Yes. And I tell people this all the time. Even if you make one baby step today. In a hundred days, that's gonna be a hundred baby steps, yeah. and you, yeah. you don't even know what those baby steps are gonna look like then, right? So it's like that possibility of what that may look like is such great fuel to keep going. Small things compound, right? Exactly. So compound efforts. Uh, yeah. that's another thing that I always hear totally. is compound efforts are are what make or break success, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's that atomic habits quote again. Like your mm-hmm. personal habits are the compound interest of self development. Yeah. Love it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, those little things that you do. Totally. Uh, but then it goes back to like obviously nothing's overnight. It's mm-hmm. just you have to stick. 
Yeah. Um, stick with it when the lights are off and nobody's there watching and the exactly. Instagram's not there, right? Exactly. Like, um, when you're in the, in the shop all alone, those yeah. are the days where you have to probably push yourself uh, and have that belief because, yeah. Um, yeah, if you're like somebody's listening to this thinking, you know, I want to do this, but mm-hmm. you got to be prepared for mm-hmm. the really blood, sweat, and tears. Exactly. It wasn't up until very recently, like I'm talking months, where I can finally be done work at six o'clock. Yeah. and go home and mm-hmm. have dinner with my family and you know i've sacrificed so much since the age i was what 17 not going to family weddings not going to parties right. not going out i don't I didn't go clubbing i didn't right. drink well i mean yeah not like binge drink go yeah. out party rave all right. i didn't yeah. do any of that because i knew this was so much bigger and this has so much potential and sure i i guess that some people are like, live your life live your best life and don't let, you know, don't sacrifice for the hustle, whatever. But like, I wanted to, that's my decision, right? I don't feel, I don't resent it. I don't regret it. None of it. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's just about knowing that this is worth it. And I'm doing myself a service and my dreams a service. I'm not going to, you know, be on my deathbed tomorrow thinking, what if I did, what if I did that? Because I'm doing everything that exactly to, and right? that's i think the mindset anybody really mm-hmm. um has to instill from the beginning because yeah. if you hold back or if you take some days off in a sense where you know in the back of your mind subconsciously that you could do, do more then then you like you leave the thing with regrets and yeah it's not a good feeling at the end of the day yeah. to be like personally speaking too but anytime something's your own mm-hmm. like it's got your stamp on it mm-hmm. like man if i didn't give it 110 percent today i'm like mm-hmm. yeah you know i don't sleep at night either because i'm exactly. like i could have could have woken up a little bit earlier today yeah. or you know, obviously everybody needs a break. Like of course, you, of and course. you need to uh, find that balance. But when you're starting out, the reality is that you do um, need to hustle. Yeah, you need to hustle. You yeah, need exactly. To hustle. And I'm not trying to perpetuate like grind culture and toxic right. grind culture. And that's not it at all. Like w- burnout is a real thing, For and like sure. taking care of yourself is a real thing. But it's also knowing your potential and yes. knowing how much work it's going to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's gonna it's gonna be long hours. It's gonna be long nights some nights, and you're gonna have to be okay with that. Yeah. Um, but of course, like, you know, take care of yourself and your mental health matters and, and your sleep Now more than ever, I think. Yeah, yeah now more than like ever. the year that we've had where exactly. everybody's had so much time alone. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Speaking of grad culture, it's one of those yeah. things that I think it depends what your motivation is. Yeah. So uh, I can resonate with your story so much from, mm-hmm. from a young age sacrificing. Uh, in, in my previous career, I had goals I wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mind working like those double shifts, coming yeah. on my time off, sacrificing the partying and, and all that stuff where mm-hmm. I want to get to a goal. The problem for me was when I got to that goal, it wasn't what I thought it was, mm. that I kind of lost that motivation right. where I got to what I thought was the top of the mountain. Yeah. And I'm like, this is it. Yeah. And it's one of those things that then I felt lost for a number of years until I regained a new passion, which is, you know, kind of what I do now. And then it's, I caught that feeling again where I don't mind yeah. the long hours, the sacrifice, the hustle, because I know my why. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but when I lost that why in those medium years, that... Uh, that's where I kind of got that quote unquote, um, you know, grind culture and burnout yeah, yeah. because it, I was grinding, but I didn't know I, I wasn't what, motivated what for it anymore. Yeah. But when I was younger, we, before we jumped on on the podcast, we we're talking about that Robin Sharma quote of right. I always believed in that where I had a motivation, I had an obligation to the people that brought me to where I am mm-hmm. back then. I was like a 17 year old, mm-hmm. but through things that happened in my life, I had an obligation to the people that got me to that point mm-hmm. where I want to be the best version of myself right. I was the right. best version of myself going yeah. on partying all the time not really mm-hmm. but if I was doing my other stuff I, I did not go party like right. I had a lot of fun in my time sure. um, and it's great and I found that balance but I would be much more haunted by not doing exactly. stuff yeah for the sake of just partying yeah 
and I knew that as a young age. So I, I was okay making those sacrifices, but it comes down to do you find your motivation? Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's right? the hard part, right? Yeah. So you talked about earlier uh, to backtrack. You talked about that there is such a large, larger market now for mm-hmm. the cake industry. Definitely. Party planning for me, I noticed so much. Like yeah. party planning over the couple of years is just absolutely blown up. It's become crazy. a big thing. Yeah. It is yeah. crazy. Like the, the cake has become like the main celebrity of every yeah, party. Yeah, more like, than the person. Even on my own birthday, I'm like, <laughs> like no one even says anything. They're surrounded the cake. Oh my so god, kind of cake is it? Or what? what's it look like? Guys, are right here. They're like, why are we? Who are we celebrating? I'm gonna shoot for the cake. Can I get a picture? Not you, the cake. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Could you maybe step aside? Yeah, yeah. So. It's a huge market now. So obviously, there's a lot of emerging entrepreneurs. Uh, and, and one thing I will give you credit, because you probably won't give credit to yourself, but one thing I'll give you credit for is you're very quick to uplift other people and, and ones that are coming up, because I'm assuming you probably get the support when you were coming up. So you want to pay it forward. So when there's other people listening that perhaps will follow a lot of the same steps that you followed, what advice do you have for them to weather the storm when the times are bad? or what behaviors and steps have you found that were enabled you to be successful? Honestly, if we're talking practical, write down your goals like mm-hmm. often and reflect on them and see where you want to go. And and like you said, Shaw, like um, reverse engineer. Where, where do you want to be in like six months from now? If, is that a monetary goal? Is that a milestone? What is that goal? And mm-hmm. reverse engineer. If it's 100 orders, but 100 orders within the span of six months, okay, how many how many orders do you need per week, per day, per whatever, right? Like right. you can break reverse, it down. You can break it down, right? And I think just more mindset wise is it is your why. Like what why do you want this, right? Do you really love this? Are you passionate about it? And really focus in on that. Or are you in it for the money? And if you are in it for the money, that's fine too. But it's about you coming to terms with that, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I say that to people that kind of struggle with the fact of like, oh like do I say it? I want it for the money or, or how much you need money to survive in this world. Right. That's a fact. And yeah. That's a fact. Right. And what does that number actually look like for you? Like get super, super clear on that. The more clear you get with your vision and your goal, the easier it'll yeah. become. Because, I absolutely agree. The be specific. Yeah. Be very, very I think that's the problem too. Like when, Growing up, you're kind of so vague about like yeah. I guess I want a nice house or I want a family. But what is like, a nice house? Exactly. And I want a job, it. but like, what is that job? Yeah. Like, like, what do you want to do? Nobody really talks. You don't really zero in on that. Yeah. And because I think nobody really talks out uh, talks about it. I think growing up in our totally. maybe it was just cultural thing too. It yeah. was just kind of put on you. Uh, that's like what you do. You go yeah. to work, get your job, do this thing. But exactly. um, you don't really zero in on it. Um, yeah. Part of that comes though with growing up too, though. Like I, I, think, I you, think so too. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. figure out what your passions are. The more yeah, you, and your preferences. Yeah, yeah and your yeah, preferences. The more sure. you do things, like the more you try. So I think yeah. that's like the biggest, like I, the takeaway for me has been yeah. like go out and do it. Do and, a bunch of shit that yeah. you never like that you're interested in, exactly. and then yeah. you will find yeah. something. That's There's really one thing to think you. you're you're gonna like like something. Yeah. But if you're actually going and doing it, and you see like okay, this is like yeah. you read and with the power of social media, you know, you can really reach out to. People I mean, that are in yeah. that in that thing, you might not think they're gonna respond, but yeah. trust me, like people, they will. yeah, people genuinely like yourself too. Like they yeah. want to help out, and you've done sure. that, and yeah. um, you know, it it helps them too, right? Because they're they're giving back. Yeah, I need to yeah. commend the Gen Z, younger millennial generation. They are so good about reaching out to whoever they want to reach yes, out to. Yes, right. I mm-hmm. fucking love That's it. That's awesome. I have so many DMs of little, you know, of not little, sorry, younger. Um, girls and guys right. say, how do I do this? How do I start up? And they're not afraid to ask questions. Like 
we need more of that in our generation, 100%. man. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid of asking yeah. questions. It's okay. Yeah. And in our generation, I think it goes back to that competitive, like, scarcity I, it is. thing. Where it they're is. too afraid to reach out. Yeah, too like, afraid to reach out. What are they going to think yeah. of me? They're going to probably think I'm dumb. Yeah. I would say that we're a lot better than the generation before us, though. I think it gets better yeah. as you go down generations. Yes, like, if you look to our parents, they were definitely scarcity mentality yes. for a reason. For a reason, yeah. yeah. They came here with nothing. Survival of the fittest, Yeah, 100%. Yeah. They came with nothing, right? So for, for us... I would say that our generation is a lot better than the one before us as far as starting to reach out. So I think we we hit that one with a lot of my my peers growing up Mm -hmm. when I was climbing that corporate ladder. I did quotes, but by the way, (laughs) quote-unquote corporate ladder. I talk with hands a lot and I always find it awkward over the podcast. That's like me nodding my head to everything. I know. You guys, if I was quiet, I was nodding. Yeah. (laughs) You guys saw it. But when I was climbing that corporate ladder, one thing that really sped it up. So when when I started, I was one of the younger ones. Mm-hmm. When I ended and, and exited my previous career, mm-hmm. a lot of my employees were significantly older than me. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I jumped past it was because I had no problem reaching out to people, That's go awesome. spend time exactly. with them. Yeah. Where I would just call people, I'm like, hey, yeah. what are you doing? Oh, nothing at work. Yeah. Are you busy today? No, I really can't. Yeah. Cool. Cause I'm like 20 minutes away from your store. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Honestly, like for, personally too, like I can say is. Is the power of saying yes. Like, I just said yes to everything. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, whatever comes my way, even though I'm putting situations where I'm like, yo, I'm not qualified at all. Yeah. But I'm just going to ask. You know what? It's about being the dumbest person. Exactly. And you need to let go of that where it goes back to like ego. Yeah. You need to let go of that, get out of your own way. Because that's what I noticed too, where people who were kind of stuck in that same spot, Mm -hmm. they were, they had that ego where they might have felt entitled or something, but they're just. There are other things there, but as soon as if you become that person open to just saying yeah. whatever comes your way, and then when you're there, just ask for help. Yeah. Um, you like literally so many opportunities, you start to see them when you get out of your own way. And it comes back to that because right. realistically, you have all these opportunities sometimes mm-hmm. when you when you think in that mindset of like, totally. okay, like there's so much out there. And people mm-hmm. love to help you because it is also yeah. self-fulfilling. For sure. Yeah, it's part of its selfishness, but like, honestly, yeah, I'll, sure. I'll be transparent. Like for, for me, I'm obviously I'm very quick to reach out for help, but mm-hmm. I also love giving help because yeah. people contact me. And for sure, it makes me feel better. Yeah. Sure, number yeah. one, that people would respect me enough to reach exactly. out to me. And number two, when it can make an impactful difference in their life, yeah. I'm pumped. Like I feel better about it. Of right. Course. So I, I would definitely love yeah. Uh, I love helping people though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, again, obviously, not everyone was like that, but more often than not, you'll find people that yeah. love helping out. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they either, when they were coming up, someone extended the olive branch and helped them, mm-hmm. or they were rejected. Yeah. And now, because of that, they want to definitely help out. For so sure. that's why I think uh, compound <laughs> effect is, you know, we started that. Yeah. And it's getting better generation by generation better. because. Yeah. People either got that and it helped them out or they never got it and yeah. they wish they had it. So totally. I feel like that's why we see it getting better and better. But we went on a tangent, but to go back, yeah. sorry. So you're talking about practically of what allowed you to scale up your business and yeah. what advice you would give. So you said writing everything down write as it, micro write as possible. Down, get super, super clear on everything and mindset wise, like figure out why you actually want it. And like that, that why should be so strong and so meaningful to you that on the days that you don't want to get out of bed, that will be enough to get out of bed. And it needs to like, it needs to like hit you to your core, like that why. And it's gonna, it takes a lot of time and you may revisit trauma, you may revisit really negative feelings or like dark times or whatever of why you're doing what you're doing. But that that why is gonna be your fuel. And that fuel can last you years and years and years, of your lifetime, right? So I think that's really important. And I love I love the whole like concept of you know being you know the dumbest person in the room and also just like putting yourself in situations that 
you even think you're underqualified for it. That's exactly the premise, yeah. right? That's where you, growth happens. Exactly. That's yeah. where growth happens. And like, you never know what these people are going to give you. I'll give Absolutely. a personal example. I um, have a business coach. I'm a few, um, a part like of this entire academy. And these are all 50 years old plus. I'm the only female mentor in this group. And I'm 27 years old. All of these owners, all of these business coaches, all these mentors um, have multiple multi-million dollar businesses. One right. is actually close to a billion dollars wow. in business. And these are the people I hang out with on the weekend. Mm-hmm. That makes a fucking difference. A hundred percent. You are the average of the five yeah. people that you spend. Totally. Yeah, your net worth is your net worth. Exactly, right? And I always so- say like you, you don't need to, uh, I know some people say, oh, you need to change your circle. I'm like, you don't need to change your circle, but you need to expand it. And you have different circles. It. And also the energy that you're putting into each circle. Exactly. Right? Yes. I need to reallocate energy. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I, I've heard this growing up when mm-hmm. I started hearing and, and following personal development and people, mm-hmm. oh, you got to change your circle, I change your circle. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I just cut out and yeah. be like, yo, fuck off to all these other people that yeah. brought me to where I am? I was like, but it's different where I elevated and expanded my circle yeah. where my circle also includes totally. all these business owners and mm-hmm. I spend different energy and I mm-hmm. put a different focus and I get different things out of that circle mm-hmm. and I still spend energy to get different things from my other circles. Like I have... Mm-hmm different circles so i'm not just like hey i got here sweet i'm out peace steve right. thank thank you for your service of getting mm-hmm. me here guys i'm out on to the next one <laughs> you're tapping um, into different lives and you get different stuff yeah, right yeah, exactly yeah. and for me personally the ones that got me here are also my why mm-hmm. so that roof that fuels me to do this other shit Absolutely. that i'm doing right. it kind of motivates right. you too but part of it's too like i mean i'm sure you might feel like that quote-unquote imposter syndrome like oh yeah, my I don't God, belong. God, yeah. but that's so good i find it's extremely easy to be the dumbest person yeah <laughs> I'm outside right now. I'm the first person in the room, but I'm in my car. Like, I, yeah, that's true. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, but um, yeah, no, it's so true that you have to put yourself in those situations yeah. and realize that you do have something to bring to the table. Because it's, well, that's the thing. You you will be the smartest person in some instances and dumbest. Yeah, person in some but you have to open yourself up to these exactly. like open getting out of your own way. And I know I've been like harping on that, but it is like yeah. everything comes back to that because yeah, totally. um, when you're even like where you're saying you're spending your weekends with these people, you're you're growing from it mm-hmm. and you're hundred percent coming away better from it. Yeah. Love it. So a, a two part question. Yeah. You talked about your a why. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind sharing, yeah. what is your why, and is yeah. it always changing, or has it been a constant? And it's same? been pretty constant. It's been right now, like super clear. Is I want other young, especially South Asian, South Asian young girls, especially, to realize that their dreams are so worth it, and that they can do whatever that they want to do. Fuck culture. Fuck the society. Like you can do whatever you want. Right? Mm-hmm. You make your own opportunity. And I just want to be one example of hopefully hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other brown girls fucking killing it. Mm-hmm. That That's my why. Yeah. It's like, I want to kill it because I want another, I want my nieces. I want my cousins. I want my little, you know, whoever's in my in, in my life. I want them to see me and be like, if Rubina can do it, I can do it. And I think that is huge. No, it's Love so it. well. So I block out the noise. Exactly. Yeah, I love the thing that that path wasn't there for you to so create your own path. Yeah, which is I'm awesome. very lucky that I come from a family that appreciates dreams and the power of dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk about my dad a lot. Like he, you know, let go of dreams of being in in the Olympics for field hockey. You mm-hmm. know, coming out of you know 1984 and coming here and everything like that, leaving that dream behind. And also having three daughters in a South Asian climate in Abbotsford. Girl dad. <sighs> Super girl dad, love honestly. It. And, you know, with society telling him, you know, why are you letting your girls move out at 17? 
why are you letting girls do this? And he said, he's, he has said since day one, like my girls can do anything a man can do, if not better. And so that I'm, I know I'm privileged in that. I know I have such an insane opportunity because of that mindset alone. Right. Right. And even my mom, even though my mom is like on the traditional side, but my, she sees my dad and how he interacts with me and whatever else. And they're just been so appreciative and and supportive of my dreams. Right. Like my mom is the first, is the one that got me my first cake set. And, and, you know, she was always like, she saw very early on, like me and my sisters were very like artsy craftsy and like that kind of stuff. And so she would bring home like a bunch of kits, like craft kits. And one day she brought home like a cake kit. And me and my sister did it. And then my sister hated it. I loved it. And then she just built my collection. So she would like go to Michael's. Like, hey, I think this is cool and whatever. Awesome. And like, she's very like artsy crafty herself, right. my mom. So she's like, I feel like she's living vicariously through me. Right. So it's, it. it's really cool, like, yeah. to be able to do that. Okay. I think with your why, you're, you're doing your parents a great service. Uh, uh, they're so what they give uh, you, you're giving to so many other people yeah. just by building totally. that path. So 100%. kudos to you because, yeah, you're thank doing your parents you. a great service. Thank you. Thank you. So, what's next mm-hmm. for Just Cakes? Oh man, a lot. <laughs> uh, always growing, always growing. Uh, so we basically outgrew our kitchen at the year and a half mark. We started getting a lot more wholesale orders. Um, like they mentioned, we're like a class BC now at Fresh Street Markets and other various wholesale like Tasties and Mink and Dank Mart. Shout out Dank Mart, so I can love you guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just growing immensely and just like I cannot handle the capacity at that one location. So come end of january 2021 we will open up just cake steak shop in cloverdale and uh the and then our jar bar vending machine which is kind of an offshoot company from just cakes it's uh exclusively our cake bars in a vending machine format uh we're building that making it just better and more accessible and hopefully it's going to be canada wide i really want to do like a mall tour i think it was fat uh, I so, do, right, we're six feet apart, so we're chilling. No, no. Uh, <laughs> we wow. want to do a mall tour. Cool. Like, can you imagine a venue between a less than a mall? That's amazing. That's yeah. Yeah. Have, like, no, they even have that. Like, so talk about that because you didn't yeah. even go into that. Where, right. What brought about the idea of having yeah. um, your best? Is that your best line product? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you get that idea to have it? Like, because uh, everything you've said, yeah. I mean, if I'm walking by a like a vending machine that has cake jars, I'm just yeah. tapping my car. I'm taking like five, four, five. I say, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I, I say yes, but I figure out the how later. You know, yeah, I'm yeah, say yeah. Yes. <laughs> like 18 cake jars. I'll figure out how to eat it later. <laughs> Seriously, man. Um, I, so it was actually lots of credit to my Bobby, Bobby, and Amin, uh, my cousin, brother. Amin, you got the uh, best beard in the game, man. <laughs> Jealous. I'm, I'm sending this. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of like their idea, just like. It was actually right when lockdown happened, like right. February, March, right? right? And we actually went to India together, like us three. We were kind of like the kids' crew in yes. uh, India trip, shopping for my wedding. That didn't happen. Damn COVID. Still married. It's still getting married, guys. It's not, yeah. It's not yeah. Anything yeah. Like that. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So we were just kind of talking about it, and she was like, "Why don't we do it in a vending machine?" And my sister kind of like had also mentioned it and whatever else, and just talking about like crazy ideas. And I was like, haha, that'd be hilarious, right? And then I was like, wait, why don't we? Literally within an, a couple hours, I found a local um, vending machine company. I called them. I was like, hey, I'm a bakery. I want to do something. He literally called me the next day. He said, I've been looking for a bakery to do something. No way. And All then right. he's like, I have experience in, in a couple other like bakery-related vending machines, and I'd love to help you. And so then that kind of started the process about, yeah, that was March. 
And then I have a big connection with Willowbrook. Um, yeah. We've done some pop-ups there and everything. Right. And Willowbrook's awesome because they support a lot of small businesses. Right. And they have this like pop-up shop space right. that they actually give to small businesses for free. Wow. No rent That's for awesome. like a week or two or three or whatever. You right. can book time yeah. So if you're a small business and you want to get exposure, please contact Willowbrook. They're always yeah. looking for people. That's um, so great I know that you said that. So yeah, and I know their 2021 is pretty open right now. So go there. You know, try it out if you're right. thinking about doing like a brick and mortar st- uh, like store. That would be a great like tester. Right. Um. So then I I said, hey, I have this concept. I'd love to do it. They're like, yeah, let's do it. So we booked it for um. You know, t- it was ten days because that was the only available time slot. So we did it. Got the machine literally the day before because it yeah. was delayed. Oh my gosh, so much Boy. shit happened with this machine, man. Yeah. So we got the machine, it was all done. This was like three months So out. you had to custom make this vending machine, um, so or is it? Kind of, sort of. Right. Like, it, it is a, like a, a, a particular model. Yeah. And we just had to like customize like the coils. Right, modify some things. Yeah, yeah. it was very menial stuff, but right. like you can, you can definitely. See the power of taking action though? Like you, yeah. like you called some, like you thought out the idea. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, that goes like, say yes, man. You know what's going on? You yes, called yes. somebody it's and then, then the what ball starts rolling. Exactly. exactly. It's funny because those are problems you if i asked you two years ago mm-hmm. about the problems of trying to figure out how to change the coils on a vending machine yeah. this what the hell are you talking about yeah exactly but to go back to what we were talking about earlier yeah. if you don't reach out to ask mm-hmm. you'll never get, get the yeses yes. you'll exactly. never get the help. You'll never get the yeses. and you don't even yeah you missed those opportunities because like oh. look what happens like he said he was waiting to work with somebody like exactly. on something like that so and everything falls into place totally and so I had that initial conversation with him. He's like, yeah, come to my office. I go. He's like, I did a little bit of research on you. He's like, I think you're the perfect person to do this. Wow. And then so we just kind of hit the ground running. And then we had the machine all ready to go about like, yeah, three, two months before launch in Willowbrook. And we haven't right. even announced it yet. And then a week before it comes and we were supposed to get the machine and it didn't come. Mm. And we were like, what the hell's going on? Like, right. oh my God, people know. Because everything's set up. You're supposed to have it. Exactly. Yeah. And then he's like, the factory got hit by a tornado. Oh my god! No way. And you know they have they got. But you didn't plan for that in your nope, business plan. <laughs> yeah. um, so then we made it work somehow, yeah. some way. Hey, it it's like out. calling, yeah. like just like this needs to be on. Yeah. And that's I'm so glad you said that because that's literally what you know. Every every one we've done, often. you talk yeah. about entrepreneurship, but like things like that is what comes up. Stuff that you're not totally. prepared for, and yeah. you have to be ready you to have adapt. To be, yeah, exactly. That little flexible, right? Yeah. And then yeah, we got the machine the day before. We decorated it all. Like that was crazy just seeing everything come together and like we did it for 10 days it did beyond our wildest dreams um and you know now we're actually by i guess i could say it uh so now the next location for the jar bar vending machine is going to be in richmond at aberdeen center um so for three full months Wow, so that's going to be December, uh, mid-December, January, February. Nice. So for Christmas, the holidays, Chinese New Year, all of that. So uh, that's exciting. And then we're working on a couple more mall tour dates. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dude, why are visiting? Got the exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. like Fox I was waiting to get to that juice. That is the icing on the cake. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, no, it, it's just like one of those ideas that you never... Like, I never thought it would work right. so well, but yeah. it did, uh, right? And that's because we took a chance on it. Exactly. And you have to be a little bit that's risky awesome. with dreams, right? Yeah, that's and you, totally awesome. you can't always just play it safe. No. And, you know, it cost us a pretty penny, sure, but that's also, 
it, it also you know built built up exposure it led to new all ideas. these other things and like right? all of these opportunities yeah. that are coming our way now because right. of this one idea and yeah it's been crazy to see and just yeah. to be a part of that so yeah you never know what your next great idea is going to be exactly so, uh, say yes to everything exactly. seriously man right? yeah. if that's one thing you should take away you say yes to literally yes. whatever comes your way yeah. and figure it out after yeah, yeah. i love that's it that's awesome no i love it so a lot of big things coming up so <laughs> It, it's I didn't expect that. That was great. I, I thought it was be something fake. That, just one thing, but that, that's a whole no, other stuff like happening. Whole, that's that's like a whole other business thing on its own. Yeah, yeah that's that, amazing. That's so cool. Are you gonna even like like start throwing cakes in there eventually? <laughs> like you know what I mean? Actually, like, yeah, we got we got oh, the machine so it can hold a four pound cake. Seriously, wow. yeah, that yeah. is awesome. Sorry, I don't want to give away too much. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was just shooting from the hip, but I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, eventually, eventually. It's, yeah. it's wow. a little bit more like it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah, the characters are just. But I love the idea that it's just so it's so contactless and it's simple. Exactly. And obviously, you're reloading and them. Like you know the what? Thing, like, the cake jars like has been you know my gold and everything. Oh, the red velvet one is like man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think this cake that I brought. Oh, you're yeah. killing oh, me! Oh yeah, man! She bought us. I, I gotta make. She bought us a sample, which is a cake. So I gotta make that clear. That's it's awesome. a full ass yeah, cake. That yeah. is like. What, what is it like? Eight pound? What, what it's is like, it? It's like it feeds like twelve people. Okay, that's enough. For me. <laughs> that's enough for me. But we got really lucky because like our main product, our cake jars, are like very COVID friendly. So yeah. they actually surged so well yeah. in, in COVID and That's everything. Awesome. And I'm very grateful for that, yeah. that we were able to pivot with that, with an already existing product. Right. And then that also just kind of in tune, just went, spiraled, you know, into, spiraled into the yeah. vending machine and whatever else. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Love it. Yeah. And That's amazing. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> thank first you. off, yeah. for, for everybody That's, listening, yeah. I think yeah. everyone thank just you. wants to say congratulations. Oh, that's, that's a lot yeah, of that's that's amazing, uh, amazing stuff. Really yeah. cool stories. Like, basically, yeah, I'm just like, it's these little things that take away, and you don't even know where they're going to go because, exactly. um, yeah, we're, it's so funny how that, I mean, it's not funny that we're the situation we're in, but we are in a situation where um, the human contact has kind of yeah. like been so disclosed down, but mm-hmm. um, having a product like that in mm-hmm. a way to get it to people like that, yeah, um, for it sure. makes total sense. It brightens people's day. Yeah, right? exactly. Like I totally. love that, and I love that we can still be, you know, a part of people's smiles and yeah, and more accessible. Right? Yeah, more accessible and like you know doing things like Uber Eats. I, that's one thing I never thought we would like be able to figure out was like Uber Eats. So you are doing Uber Eats, Uber Eats DoorDash wow. tomorrow. Wow. So I I guess a couple of things. So people can now get just cakes from the it's gonna be Aberdeen Mall of actually enrichment. Yeah, get hit us a hit us a compact. And then Uber Eats even like custom cakes so like you can get products like it's the jars. That's the jars um, awesome. on Uber Eats and that'll be the same for DoorDash. Cool. Um and then we're at all fresh street locations across BC so that hey. except for North Van because they're too they, they don't like us right now. Too bougie. Um, yeah they're too bougie for us. That's yeah. actually it. Yeah. Um but no I know no no hate to okay. yeah. but uh yeah so Kamloops Whistler um the two Surrey locations That's and the Vancouver awesome. House locations. So we're Taking at all over. of those. Amazing. And we're at Tasty's Yaletown and Delta. We're at Dank Mart. We're at Mink Chocolate Cafe in White Rock. Wow. Um and then working on more um vending machine locations and stuff like that. I really want to get into Abbey. So if you're listening in Abbey and you have a storefront in preferably hey. High Street Mall. Yeah, get in touch with <laughs> get it. Get it. Yeah, I'm, 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 honestly anywhere, anywhere in Abbey, I, I'm pretty down. 
if you want to, you know, um, talk about having my vending machine there, hit me up. Love <laughs> it, love it, love it. Um, but yeah, so just, you know, growing and sky's the limit, man. Sky's the limit. Like, I love you, it. you, two years ago, I would have thought, oh my God, how are we going to handle, you know, making 500 jars a day kind of thing? We just made 1300 today for Canada wow. Coast getting shipped all over BC That's for insane. their holidays, Love right? It, so it's like, that is the power of just saying yes and the compound kind of effect, yes. right? Yeah. Before, when I was ordering about 2,000 jars to last me two months, I order now 10,000 jars a month. Wow. And like, we go through that like freaking hotcakes. But yeah. you won't know until you try, yeah. right? And until you put that effort in. Yeah. So it's just about, it's gonna happen. Right. Just believe that's gonna happen yeah. and your success is inevitable and you decide if it's possible or not. Absolutely. And that's it. Bang. Love it. I, I asked this too because I, I pretty much ask everybody when they're doing their own business, I like ask the coffee one, what's your favorite thing that you bake? Like, do you have a favorite jar? Do you have a favorite, um, like, I guess, bakery item? That you yeah, have? I actually love all of our cheesecakes and they're all eggless. Ooh. And so right now I love the tiramisu cheesecake. That's my favorite. Ooh, I'm not a huge like sponge cake. I'm not a huge cheesecake guy. I'm a sorry, uh, cheesecake person. But I, I love, love cheesecake. cheesecake. Oh, tiramisu. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. did that try. Ramen knows Ramen, uh, my, my fiance, she, yeah. she also doesn't like cheesecake, but yeah. she knows I love uh-huh. cheesecake. Like I'm obsessed with it. So yeah. tiramisu, that's on my list. Yeah, 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 I give that a try. Um, I'm ordering one off Uber Eats and Skip just to make sure. See who gets it first. Exactly. Uh, yeah, no, other than that, like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not huge on, like, sponge cake or whatever. Right. Um, but, I, like, I love our product. I love anything. I'm more of, like, a, I like fruit in my dessert. Right. Um, so I like, you know, cheesecake and with fruit and nice. cakes with fruit. So, yeah. Love it. Um, our cookies are fucking killer. Yeah. Killer. Um, so, yeah. Oh, can I make another nuts? Absolutely. <laughs> Wait, exclusive. Hold on, hold on. This is like your 18th like special. <laughs> I hope everybody's writing this down. We got like major exclusives today. Uh, we're working on a YouTube channel as well. So for what? those people that want to learn how to just bake at home and stuff like that, so wow. that is also coming. Sick. Um, and we're just like tips and tricks and stuff like that. That's and awesome. I hope to put in some like business stuff too because yeah. I know people are interested. Hey, plug your that. podcast as well. Oh, you yeah. need to talk about that. So I have a podcast. Yeah. What the hell? Like. This is so- <laughs> She literally does everything. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I have a podcast called Rap Things, and that's a lot. It's very business oriented, like actual actionable tips and tricks that you can use in your business. Um. There is a little bit of backstory in the, the first few episodes, and just you know topics about your vision and your why and stuff like that. But now it's more geared towards actually actually giving you tips and tricks, like how to write a system. I have a podcast episode on how to actually write a system and make a process manual and stuff like that. It does not need to be hard, and I think that's. Oh, one big takeaway from my podcast is I really want to make it very accessible for people that right. you can also run a very successful business. Right. It's just getting the right tools exactly. and the right mindset, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so wrap things. Love Spotify, it. Apple, awesome. Apple. Well, run it. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah. Uh, so Just Cakes Bake Shop is my bakery page. Um, I'm not on there always. So if you DM, you likely won't hear from me. You'll hear from one of my team members. It's not but personal. It's not personal. <laughs> But if you want to reach me personally, I'm on Rav Thinks, R-E-V-T-H-I-N-K-S. Um, website, RuvinoBroy.com. That's my personal website. JustKCC.com. That's my business website. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Love it. One thing that I, we always love to finish off mm-hmm. of is Rav, which is not working, local businesses. A chance to shout out another local business. Yes. Where do you enjoy spending? Obviously, it's tough right now, but yeah. even prior to. But uh, mm-hmm. what's, what's a place that you'd like to 
spend your time or mm-hmm. love supporting or something that's that's been great for you? Couple of places, if that's okay. Oh, of course. Totally, yeah. Um so Ming Chocolate Cafe in White Rock, honestly best hot chocolate yes. smokers. Yeah. So I used good. to work on South Sorry, so oh I used my to frequent so it quite a bit. Uh, West Village, love yes. you guys so Amazing. much. Supplement Kings, love you guys so nice. much. Um Whole Bowl as well mm-hmm. in like Panorama area. Yeah. They're so good. And nice. if you're trying to like get your meal plan right and everything, um that's that's what you need. Awesome. Honestly, honestly. I, I always ask Gertrude at a whole bowl. I'm like, whatever you're eating yeah. to get that job. Yeah, exactly. Help me out. I eat it, but it didn't work for me. So I don't even know. Pepperoni pizza, buddy, cats. It's not the food, it's me. I don't know what happened, right? So, so the problem is I probably didn't go to supplement king. I got to yeah, do both yeah, at the same yeah. time, right? So. No, they're, they're all these, you know, business owners, they're, they're so genuine. They're, they love what they're doing and they're just, that speaks volumes. And you can feel energy right when you walk into a place. And all of these places have such incredible energy. Um, so go out, support your local businesses and everything. Um, if there's anything I can personally do to help shout out another local business or help you guys out, please reach out. I'm always available for that. Um, yeah. I love it. I love awesome. it. I just show the type of person you are, right? To give, uh, mm-hmm. give thanks to Shadow and, and yeah, sure. open yourself up to that. That's yeah, awesome. Definitely. Totally. And if there's, there's another takeaway for, for everyone is, Feel free to reach out to everybody, like all these business owners. Yeah, um, like literally the power of what you posted on your Instagram, the power of networking, and uh, well, hard yeah. beer reference to in uh, another podcast. Like, just yes. reach out, and uh, yeah. I, I don't like the term mentor because I think it carries like a connotation. But yeah. literally, just reach out, and um, you can I, learn yeah. from so many. People. You can learn exactly, yeah. and yeah. once you let go of that mentality, like, what are they going to yeah. think? Like, mm-hmm. it literally okay. is just like you. You open yourself up to so much more possibility. Mm-hmm. And everyone, you just shout it out. Like, I, I, I know a bunch of them, and mm-hmm. every single one of them, they're they're very accessible. Yes. They're, they're very quick to help totally. you achieve any type of success that you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know they've been through through a lot, and they yeah. want to come with the other end stronger, right? So, exactly. uh, guys, you know, feel free to reach out to to anyone at any time. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how quick they are to help. Yeah, absolutely, definitely, definitely. Uh, all right, guys, I think we will wrap it up because we've had a lot of fun chatting here. We might have gone over the time, but That's- thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Really appreciate it, and uh, yeah, we will see you on the next episode. Yeah.